Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. In today's video, we are going to be breaking this up into a few categories. How to lose weight on the starch solution, where we're going to be talking about what to eat, what not to eat, how much to eat, and extra tips that I'm not gonna charge you extra for. All right, what the heck do we eat on this starch solution? Well, it's very simple whole natural foods, specifically starch, vegetable, fruit, legumes, nuts, and seeds. What do I mean by starch? By starch, I'm talking about whole natural starches, potatoes, sweet potatoes, rice, corn, oatmeal. You could even try things like pasta and bread if you're at the very beginning of this journey. If you're a little bit further on in this journey, then you'd want to hold off on those foods because a little bit more calorically dense, a little bit more highly processed. Sticking with the whole starches would probably be your best option. But yes, those are our starches. Vegetables. Any and all vegetables. There are no good vegetables. There are no bad vegetables. They're all just vegetables. And embrace a lot of them because diversity is key for a healthy gut. Fruit. Any and all fruits. People are a little bit nervous about fruit because of the sugar in fruit, but sugar is the body's preferred source of fuel. Anything that ends in O-S-E is a sugar. So if you're ever reading an ingredients label and you see glucose or sucralose or sucrose or fructose, anything that ends in O-S is a sugar, but glucose is the body's preferred source of fuel. Sugar is what we need to operate. It's what every single one of the trillions of cells in our body operates off of is sugar. So fruit is amazing for you. Don't be fearful of the sugar and fruit. Don't be fearful of carbohydrates because we need carbohydrates to survive. In every single one, as Dr. John McDougall says, every single one of the populations in human history that have been the leanest and the strongest have thrived on a diet of, you guessed it, starch and starch is carbohydrates starch is sugar that is what we need to survive legumes legumes are your beans your peas your lentils if you're ever worried about the amount of protein that you're gonna get you got legumes to keep you covered you really shouldn't be worried about protein what you should be worried about is probably getting too much protein on a standard american diet which taxes your liver and your kidneys so don't worry about getting too much protein that's really not something that we should be concerned about what we should be concerned about is all the cholesterol and acidic animal protein that comes from high protein diets and how your ki- your liver and your kidneys are looking. Thankfully, the human body is very forgiving. So if you have been eating very high protein animal products for a long time and you're saying, well, I'm a lost cause, you're absolutely not a lost cause. The human body is incredible and so are you. So start eating those legumes. Nuts and seeds. If you're trying to lose weight, you're actually going to want to be very conservative with nuts and seeds because they are richer. They're higher in fat. They're higher in calories. A little palmful of almonds is as many calories as a bunch of apples. I mean, seriously, you could pack in like 400 calories worth of almonds in the palm of your hand and you'd have to eat like four apples to eat as many calories as you could from a little handful of nuts. So nuts and seeds you're going to want to be conservative with if you're trying to lose 
lose weight, but nevertheless, they're healthy foods and they are a part of a whole food plant-based diet. Now let's talk about what not to eat. Actually, what not to eat is more important than what to eat on this lifestyle. And we're gonna start out with number one, which is animal products. Animal products are so high in fat, cholesterol, saturated fat, they're high in calories too. You know, meat is about a thousand calories per pound compared to something like zucchini, which is 75 calories per pound. These are going to heighten your bad cholesterol. They're gonna harden your arteries. They're going to put you at risk of heart disease. They're gonna keep the excess weight on you because they are so high in fat and calories. Animal products are not our friends when it comes to health. Animals are our friends. Eating animals is not going to be our friend if we are trying to be healthy. And I know you've heard, you know, is chicken better than red meat? Is uh, lean meat better than ground meat? I don't even know because I don't eat meat, but no, <laughs> as Dr. Helen Goldham says, do you want to be hung or shot in the face? They're both not good for you. So stay away from all animal products. I'll tell you something really interesting as well. There was a study done, Dr. Greger talks about this study, where they took two groups of people and they put them on a calorie restricted diet. And the only difference between the two groups was that one of the groups had chicken in their diet, but both of the groups were eating the same amount of calories. They were on a weight loss diet. What they found was that the whole food plant-based group that wasn't eating the chicken lost more weight than the group that was eating the chicken and they were eating the same amount of calories, which goes to show that these foods, even if you're having them in smaller amounts, you're counting your calories, they're not going to help your weight loss as much as a whole food plant-based diet that doesn't have animal products will. And don't even get me started before somebody's like, she's running on caffeine. This is herbal tea, chamomile. <laughs> don't even get me started about dairy. Dairy is worse than meat. If there's anything for you to give up, if you're not quite sure, please give up the dairy. I would so much rather have somebody have a 90% whole food plant-based diet with 10% meat than I would 90% whole food plant-based and 10% dairy. Dairy is just so devastatingly detrimental. There is some studies that are showing a link between actually dairy and autism in kids, which is heartbreaking. Dairy is so far from being our friend. There's also a, a huge, devastating, shocking correlation between dairy consumption and breast cancer. Please, if there's anything that you're going to stop eating today, let it be dairy. The milk and the cheese has got to go. The other thing that we don't eat is oil. Oil is not a health food. I know that you've heard that extra virgin olive oil and coconut oil are healthy foods, but they are not. They are beautifully marketed to sound like healthy foods, but they're truly, truly not. And you've heard, you know, the Mediterranean diet had oil. The Mediterranean diet was basically this. 95% of the Mediterranean diet was whole natural foods and that's why it was a successful diet. They really didn't consume that much oil. The oil thing has been so taken out of context and you've heard about putting coconut oil in your coffee. Please do not do that. Nothing is gonna harden your arteries more than caffeine and oil all in one drink first thing in the morning. So stressful on the body. Oil is 4,000 calories per pound. Again, in comparison to zucchini, which is like 75 calories per pound, oil is, that is as calorically dense as it gets. And the thing about oil is that we use just a little bit, right? Oh, I just used one tablespoon to saute my veggies. One tablespoon is 120 calories and 14 grams of fat. 
You know what else is 120 calories? One and a half pounds of zucchini. What do you think is gonna fill you up more? One and a half pounds of zucchini or a tiny little tablespoon of olive oil. It just packs in the calories and fat so quickly. It goes right by you, you don't even notice. And so it's just adding on excess calories which will prevent your weight loss. How much should you be eating? This is where people start to not like me so much. My answer to this is ask your body. There is no prescribed calorie count. There's no prescribed portion that you need to have. It's not that you have to have a half a cup of oats or one cup of oats. That's not the way this lifestyle works. And to be quite frank, that's not the way the human body works. We are not phones that we plug in and we plug in and we go up to 100% and by the end of the day, we're down back down to 20% again. That's not the way this works. We're living, breathing, feeling human beings with hormones and different exercise levels. And you're gonna have different weather that's gonna affect what you need to eat that day. Your body is the best guide for how much that you need to eat. And what I do and what I work on with my clients is assisting you in being able to read your body's hunger fullness cues. I'm not going to tell you you need to have one cup of vegetables or you have to have one cup of rice or a half a cup of rice. Instead, I'm going to give you the tools to listen to what your body is telling you because our bodies have such sound wisdom that our brains will never be able to comprehend and we need to trust that. Now, if you've been dieting for a very long time, you may be in a position where your body's hunger fullness cues are a little bit suppressed and they're a little bit numbed out because for so long they've been sending you hunger cues or they've been sending you fullness cues and you've been neglecting them because the diet said so. That's not your fault, by the way. If you are upset with yourself for doing that, please release that judgment, that shame, that guilt because judgment, shame, and guilt are emotions that are very strong emotions that are usually correlated with committing crimes. And you going on a diet to try to get healthy was not a crime. It just wasn't the right diet because it taught you to suppress your body's natural hunger fullness cues. You still have the ability to read your hunger fullness cues. I swear that you do. It's in there. You just need somebody like myself to help you get it out. And if you want to do that, you can go to healthyemmy.org and we can talk about how we can make that happen. And I can help you start to read your body's hunger fullness cues again. But believe me when I say you do have this ability. One of my favorite books is The Power of Now. And The Power of Now opens up by talking about a beggar who is sitting on a box and he's begging, begging people that are walking by, begging, begging, please can I have some, please can I have some money, please can I have some money. And somebody walks by and says, I can't give you anything, but why don't you open up that box that you've been sitting on for the past 20 years? And he opens up the box and there's a bunch of gold in it. And he says to the beggar, see, I didn't give you anything. I just showed you what you already had. And that's what I do with you. We have, you have those hunger fullness cues. They are in there. We just need to awaken them. And then most importantly, and this is where the really deep work is done, especially with the mindset coach that you work with when you work in my program, which is trusting what your body is saying to you. Because many people for so many years say, I can't trust myself around food. If I'm gonna trust myself around food, Emmy, I'm gonna go and eat an entire chocolate cake. And then what we find happen is that once we get you on the right diet, 
eating these foods, you truly don't want that because you don't like the way that that makes you feel physically. You feel physically ill after having that. What you liked was the pleasure on your tongue, but we're not focusing on the pleasure that comes from food. We're gonna start to focus on the pleasure that comes from the other things in your life that should bring you pleasure, such as your hobbies, your faith, your relationships, uh, having sexual intercourse. These are the things that can bring us pleasure that aren't going to be destructive like food can be destructive. So if we can get pleasure from all of that and then the food thing is nice and simple and you're feeling amazing, you're not gonna be choosing the chocolate cake. And while, you know, I just mentioned sexual intercourse and chocolate cake, and let me tell you something. For the men that are watching this video or for the women that want to get their hubbies on this lifestyle, erectile dysfunction is a direct cause from a high fat animal protein diet that hardens the arteries and prevents blood flow. If you are suffering from erectile dysfunction, that is the first sign that you have heart problems and that a heart attack is down the line because that is all about blood flow when it comes to erectile dysfunction and you don't have enough blood flow there to I'll tell you what, your heart is not getting enough blood either. The blood is not pumping properly. So if you are suffering with erectile dysfunction or if you know somebody who is, please, Tell them to eat these foods and not to eat these foods and that situation is going to be taken care of very quickly because like I said, the human body is so incredibly forgiving and it'll be taken care of very soon. Enough of that tangent. I'm gonna go with some extra tips now. And again, I won't charge you extra for these. Hey, by the way, if you are liking this video, please hit the thumbs up. It supports my channel more than you probably realize. And also please hit subscribe because more than half the people that watch these videos aren't subscribed. Honeys. Extra tips. Extra tip number one is to embrace the simplicity. I say this to people, I go, this is what you eat, this is what you don't eat, and how much do you eat? Just follow what your body says. And they go, that's it? Aren't I supposed to track and count and weigh and measure and do a little jig and then this will all work? I, wait, what, seriously, Emmy? That's all I have to do? Yeah, that is all you have to do. This health is not supposed to be some crazy puzzle that you need to figure out. Look at all these other animals in nature. They're all healthy. Why do we, the most intelligent ones, why can't we figure it out? It's not supposed to be difficult to maintain a healthy body. Nature would not design it that way. But you know what us humans did? Us humans said, well, if we make people addicted to a food product and then we charge money for that product, then we can have repeat customers that are addicted to our food. Enter Doritos, enter Tostitos, enter Twizzlers, enter Snickers bars. That's exactly what's going on there. They've created these high calorie, hyper-stimulating products that we've become addicted to. And so now we become obsessed with those foods. We eat, 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 we become overweight. And then it seems like this crazy puzzle. This is why the diet industry is such a successful industry because it keeps people, what it does is it takes these people that are addicted to these high calorie, highly processed foods, puts them on a crash diet that is so unsustainable that they can do for 30 days, 21 days, a 21 day fix, a 28 day fix, a 30 day fix. They do it and then they go right back to what they were doing before and now these two things are going on. Money to the processed food industry, money to the diet industry. Money to processed foods, yo-yo, back and forth 
I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to eat the foods that are going to keep me addicted. And I don't want to help people on some crash diet that's going to make them a repeat customer. Some would say my business model is God awful. But what if that was the secret to my business model, that it was so effective that that's why it's become successful? Because this works. I'm telling you this works. And it's supposed to be this simple. This is not supposed to be hard. And the reason why I really want you to embrace the simplicity is because there is so much more to life than looking up different diets. I promise you. Did you know, this was a hard one for me to figure out. Did you know there's a world outside YouTube what I eat in a day videos? What? There is so much out there and truly you can't see it. I'm telling you from somebody who has eaten a standard American diet to eating this way and has watched thousands of people. I've all I've watched it happen with my clients too. To go from that to go to this and then have the simplicity, you don't see life until you are eating this way and not spending all this energy thinking about food. There's a reawakening that happens once you figure out the food thing and you're not fixated on your diet anymore that allows you to really live to your highest purpose. Embrace the simplicity. Okay, and then my second tip, actually stick to it. Has dieting and researching the next shiny object diet become a hobby for you? Like I said earlier, there's so much more to life. Let's actually stick to this lifestyle and see what this could look like for you on the other side. When your diet is not your pure obsession and when what your body looks like or what you're gonna make for dinner. What's life gonna look like for you? And if that frightens you a little bit, that's a good thing because it means that you're stepping into this new territory that you've never been to before. And if it feels really safe to do that, then because remember, things that feel safe are usually not the things that are going to help you grow. Can I tell you, nine times out of 10, when I'm talking to a new client, they say, I go, how are you feeling today? They say, honestly, I'm so nervous for this call. I don't know what's going on. I wanted to cancel, but I'm just on the call. And I say, well, that's good because A, it means you care. And B, this means we're going to bring you into new territory that you've never been in before. How cool is that? There's this whole life waiting for you that you haven't gone into yet. And also remember that you can always go back to what you're doing before. I promise you Oreos Nabisco is not going out of business. Those are always going to be on the shelf waiting for you if you want to go back to it. But give yourself a chance. Let's see what this could look like. And if it's awful, you can go back to what you're doing before. But please stick to it and just see what this feels like for you. And if you need help, Go to healthyemmy.org and I'm more than happy to help you with the help of my mindset coach and my nutrition coach that I assign to you. I have multiple coaches with multiple, multiple specialties, multiple vibes. Some people just vibe better with different types of people. Go to healthyemmy.org. Okay, the comment that I want you to comment if you're still watching is simplicity because I want you to embrace the simplicity of this lifestyle. I love you, honeys, and I'll see you in my next one. Woo! Tell me.